Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from July 14th until the 21st. This will be the last week of the sun's journey through cancer, and we will be talking about those energies as we're going to be shifting into more of the fiery expressions of Leo on July 22nd. So over this next week, we're going to see Chiron station retrograde in Aries at nearly 13 degrees. We have the sun in Cancer very active with a trine from Neptune in Pisces at 22 degrees, followed by an opposition to Pluto in Capricorn at 25 degrees. So we'll start there with these energies of the sun in Cancer, which highlight and emphasize our own emotional experiences, your emotional management process, how you move through your feelings, what you do when things arise, when something triggers you, or when something feels really good and satisfying. This sun in Cancer energy reveals more of our internal processes and it typically does that by making the unconscious conscious where we can really step back when we're in our power and be observing of ourselves, observing of our feelings of how we handle a situation of how we handle an experience or something as it comes up. And this theme is very important because now that the sun is in the third deacon of Cancer, which is between 20 and 29 degrees, this is where there's an opportunity to have some mastery, to demonstrate to yourself more of the mature ways of handling your internal world, being very clear around what you need, what is important to you, and honoring how you feel, honoring your own process and what is coming up for you as well as how you handle it. Now, what's really interesting about this sun in Cancer is that the Cancer energy relates to the mother. It relates to your first experiences of feeling emotionally validated or not, of feeling emotionally seen or not, of feeling emotionally recognized, of really feeling like someone understands how I feel. And throughout our lives, there are various situations, relationships, and circumstances where these feelings can come up, and they're actually bringing us back to an unconscious part of ourselves that first had that same feeling or that same experience. It's a bit like when you maybe felt really good about yourself. You were really proud of an accomplishment. You felt like you did a good job. You did great at school. You aced a test. You know, you did something that was just really satisfying and uplifting. Well, you can look at these energies and how you had some of those first experiences from other people of recognizing you, recognizing your achievements, what you did well, and how you were either emotionally supported or not. Now, again, this can be very unconscious and we can move through years of our lives without making these connections or understanding what's happening. But the sun in cancer highlights more of our internal world and what we have unconsciously experienced around our emotional expressions. So when you did something well, were you 
celebrated? Were you recognized? Did you feel that you received that positive energy from others? Or have you realized that maybe you didn't receive the emotional support or validation that you needed? And these are some of the energies that can come up at this time where we can have new understandings about how we were raised and how we emotionally felt during our formative years. Now, the sun in Cancer, again, it's related to the mother, the home environment. It's related to how you experience the world, the energies you take in or absorb, how you feel in a way that's very private. Uh, This can be a part of you that's also very sensitive. It can feel like you're more energetically sensitive during Cancer season. And this also brings up unresolved energies around your relationship with a parent, a family member, a sibling, anyone who was in your immediate environment growing up, how their energy was received by you, and then how you have maybe internalized certain experiences to the point that they created unconscious habits, patterns, or loops. So the cancer energy is really fascinating because we have the potential to do a lot of emotional internal work, to have breakthroughs and understandings around what you have been holding, perhaps since childhood, that has been creating your experiences, has been shaping and forming your emotional world. So then what we do is also follow the energetic string, so to speak, where that sun in Cancer is ruled by the moon. And so during this season, we follow the moon and the moon is basically the sous chef to the sun in Cancer, meaning the transiting moon becomes more important and is really adding a certain layer of energy into what we're riding through. And you might feel that in terms of the energies as they rise and flow. And some days you're really inspired and ready to go. And other days, maybe you're feeling that you need to take it slower or have more time to yourself. The lunar energy can be inconsistent in that way because it's made to ebb and flow. It's made to be different, to transition and to shift. So during the sun in cancer journey, that sun in cancer is also connecting to your natal moon. So it is talking with the transiting moon, but then it's also connecting to your natal moon, what your natal moon sign is by astrological sign and house placement and amplifying your own emotional processes. The moon is how we receive and respond, what we're sensing, what we're feeling, how we take in energy, and then what we do with it internally, how we experience it, how it works with us. And this is where more personal understanding can come alive, where you're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this is how I felt in certain situations, or this is what energy I was receiving when I have certain conversations or interact with some people in my life. So you can really go into deeper knowingness and understanding when you're aware of how you respond and receive energies that work with your own internal emotional world. So the sun in cancer activates our natal moon sign and brings it alive, really 
amplifies and highlights more of how you feel, how you manage those feelings, how you express those feelings, and also more about how those first foundational experiences formed you and shaped you from your childhood. And so during the sun and cancer journey, we have the potential to become more conscious and aware of these parts of ourselves. We also can open up to more of the energies that you experienced and shared with a mother or mother figure. This can also be true if you are a mother and you're noticing more of your interactions with your children. It highlights this archetype of maternal energy, which is meant to be loving, soft, a safe place to land. Uh, This is where at the end of the day, we need to come home, come home to ourselves, come home to loved ones, take off our shoes, kick back, relax, and allow ourselves to just exhale and release everything that we've moved through in a day. So cancer energy is actually a bit like the weekend or it's after school or after work where you're looking for something that is enjoyable, nurturing, and supports your personal energy, which again relates to your natal moon sign and how every day that moon sign is seeking something from you. Your natal moon needs something that feels good, that feels nurtured, that feels like it's really connecting with its primal needs. And so we connect to more of that during this sun in cancer energy. Now, the sun in cancer is making a trine to that retrograde Neptune at 22 degrees of Pisces. And this can be a very hopeful, inspired energy. This trine is exact on July 15th, although you could feel it a day before and a day after. And it's the energy of really feeling you're in the flow, feeling an ease, feeling like there's something that's supporting you. I think of that Neptune and Pisces as the higher self, uh, spiritual insights, your intuition, just feeling like there's something that comes through that brings you a higher awareness around yourself, around your own needs, maybe even around something that you've been working on or working through in a personal manner. That connection to Neptune and Pisces is encouraging and it gives you some type of answer, gives you some kind of information that even feels good because these are in the water signs of Cancer and Pisces. There can be a sense of hopefulness, a sense of trust, a sense of faith. So it's a very flowing, supportive energy. And it's something that we can be very aware of so that we integrate it. We remember there's good things about life. There's things to feel hopeful about and to trust and to know that there is support for wherever you are right now on your journey. Now, a few days later, that sun in Cancer is going to oppose Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 25 degrees. This is an opposition that happens once a year, and it is a checking in on how you're maintaining your energetic boundaries. And that is one way to work with this opposition. That sun in Cancer is very giving. It can overgive, overprovide, oversupport. It's a bit like, what do you need? I'll do anything you need to the point of 
sacrificing myself, of exhausting myself, of not even saving enough for myself at the end of the day. And this opposition is going to give you an opportunity to check in with how you're maintaining your energy and where you're needing to practice a new boundary. Now, we can think of boundaries as a fence, a healthy fence, a healthy dividing line, where there are energies that you want to keep out, but then there are also energies you want to keep in. And so it can be seen as fortification of what you need, where the boundaries and the ways that you have to establish something is meant to support you. And that can be empowering. Now, the opposition to Pluto can set up some type of power struggle or tension. There can be a challenge here because that Pluto in Capricorn is a force. It is an authority figure. It's a boss, a mentor, a father, something that is challenging you and what you need. And with the sun in Cancer, that can feel very personal. It can feel like you're not being respected. You're not being honored. I can feel like it's a challenge, even a level of disrespect to your sense of self. And so there's an opportunity here to be very clear in what you need and to know that this is an opportunity to get stronger, emotionally stronger, emotionally clearer, an opportunity to really honor what you need, even as external forces or outside energies are challenging that, are shifting that. So there is a discomfort here. And again, this is on July 17th when the opposition is exact, although it's building And so it can be felt a few days in advance. It could be like a situation that you've been moving through or something comes up where you're realizing where you've given your power away, where maybe you did that overgiving, the overcomforting. Again, that sun in Cancer wants to lean in, lean forward, and offer support, but you don't want to do so at the expense of your own needs at the expense of what is important to you. So there's an opportunity here for personal integrity, self-respect, and clearer boundaries. And if you have any planets or points at 25 degrees, especially 25 degrees of Cancer, Capricorn, or 25 degrees of Aries or Libra, this is going to be especially important for you because you're going to feel it more personally. And again, there could be something here that's pulling you back into childhood or pulling you back into an earlier experience in your life where you didn't have the knowingness, the clarity, or the strength Even the tools, you didn't know how to establish a boundary. You didn't know how to say what you needed or to express yourself. And I feel like this energy, it's very emotional at first. It's not logical. It's not rational. It's like there's this emotion that comes up that can be big, overwhelming, and it can be something that grabs you and has you really looking at, wow, this is big for me. This is significant for me. There's something more here. It's being triggered. It's coming up in this situation. It's coming up in this conversation, in this relationship, whatever it might be. Something's coming up that's challenging me, but it's revealing where I have a potential to grow as well as 
emotionally clear out anything that is expired, uh, that's an old pattern, an unconscious pattern, anything childlike or immature within us that we don't always see is going to come forward. And this could be a reaction. You know, this could be just something that comes out, a big feeling, something that's rising up in you. And one of the best ways to potentially deal with it, and of course this is only a suggestion, is to simply say, wow, this is coming up for me. This is a big deal. I'm going to go into my personal space and work on this, observe this, go into this more for myself instead of taking the energy out or blaming others or having any kind of reaction against someone else, which is what the cancer energy can do as well, is that it will feel other people's energies to the point where it's hard to decipher what's mine and what's not mine. And so you're going to have, again, these energetic boundaries that are going to support you in your own emotional process, in understanding your own needs, and in seeing what you're ready to powerfully shift or do differently. And so there is a discomfort here. Now, this energy is also happening through Mercury's voyage in Cancer. And Mercury in Cancer, prefers to shuffle sideways. And this is where there's an energy of needing time and space to get clear on what you need to say or communicate, what you're really feeling, and how to share that. So this is a more private energy as well, where if there's something that comes up with somebody, or if there's something that triggers you, both the Sun and Mercury in Cancer need time alone to process, to move through it, to go through maybe some emotional waves or just sit with it until the storm passes or the energy clears. And I feel like we're meant to really honor ourselves here because this is how we raise our consciousness and we know more about ourselves. So there's something over this next week that you might see in yourself for the first time And it could be uncomfortable or it could be something that you're already aware of, but you want to work through it. You want to do it differently. You want to have a different form of expression or communication. And this is an awesome opportunity to hold that intention of, okay, I see something here that is maybe again from childhood. Maybe it's just something I've always carried. Um, For example, Our connections to our siblings can be rooted in many childhood patterns because you grew up with them or you have established certain communication or certain expectations. Uh, There's things with siblings where they're always a part of our lives in terms of they've known us for most of our lives. Um, Of course, there are separations and other ways that we fall out of touch in these relationships, but your siblings will take you back to childhood, will take you back to earlier versions of yourself, uh, will take you back to unconscious parts of yourself. So keep in mind that the family unit and the family environment could be a place where you're seeing more of this come alive, but this is also where you're stepping into a sense of, but this is who I am now. This is who I know myself to be now, or these are the standards I have for myself now that I want to fully embrace and fully honor. 
So there are often some energies around family that are very strong during cancer season. And the other thing about the sun in cancer opposing Pluto and Capricorn is that it does bring up the unconscious power structures within family dynamics, where if there is someone who has been in charge of the family or held more responsibility, that could be something that arises and is even seen more clearly this week. Uh, This is where you could understand more about these family dynamics that you grew up with. And something that usually plays out is that we often will work out issues with a family member, especially a parent. Um, If there's ever been issues with a father or a mother in your life, it can even feel safer to work that out with someone else in an authority role. So for example, seen this play out many, many ways where if there was an issue with a mother, instead of directly working it out with the mother for whatever reason, that energy gets shifted and it shows up in the power dynamics at work. So if you were to have then a female boss, then maybe you're unconsciously working out some issues with her and she is the archetype of your mother. So this gets really fascinating. Um, The same can happen with the father figure. Uh, The same can happen if you are the boss or the manager you could have other people working out their family dynamics with you where they see you as this unconscious father figure and that's why they have a certain energy towards you or why certain things that aren't even about work can come forward. So we are such fascinating creatures in how we work out these energies and how they show up. And it's through the rising consciousness of ourselves that we start to see it. And again, the way that I've seen this play out is that it's safer to work out some of these energies with a boss or a manager instead of directly working it out with that parent. Um, So just something to be mindful of or aware of. And it can also show you more of what you're learning and understanding about yourself and your own needs. And your own needs are one of the beautiful gifts of cancer season where you're really tapping into this is what I need in my life to feel loved, to feel seen, to feel validated. I really need to have the people that I trust. I can share my victories. I can share my wins. I can share my disappointments. I can share my hard days with them. Like This is what I need for that emotional satisfaction, that emotional connection. But it starts with you first. It starts with your own openness. And that is also a gift of cancer energy is that we can open, open up to ourselves, open up to others, really understand more of what's happening within us and be in a place of loving and accepting ourselves for exactly what we need and exactly what we're feeling.
This cancer energy supports us in emotionally maturing, where we take responsibility for how we feel. We understand we are the stewards of our emotional experiences. It's our responsibility to have processes, to have ways that we take care of ourselves and to not expect anyone else to do so. And so again, this does bring up early family dynamics where you could see and feel where you were emotionally rejected, emotionally abandoned, emotionally betrayed, where you didn't feel safe. Very big themes here, very big energies to understand, but then they also lead to a higher level of empowerment and they also lead to more ways of taking care of yourself, of understanding when you're feeling that rejection or that abandonment, uh, what to do with it that you can work through it, you can move through it in a way that is loving and kind to yourself, and that again, it will help you in knowing where you came from and how those early experiences shaped your emotional world. Now, Chiron stations retrograde at 12 degrees, 56 minutes of Aries, so nearly 13 degrees, and this is where the energy has been at a very slow moving pace, almost at a standstill. And what it highlights in your chart are the new parts of yourself that you're meeting for the first time. And it's a bit like meeting new parts of yourself that maybe you don't know what to do with, or you're like, I didn't realize this was who I am, or that I was this version of myself as well. That Aries energy is helping us understand ourselves at an individual level, at understanding how we are the leaders of our lives, and what comes up for you around that. Are you developing confidence in your ability to go your own way, to trust yourself more, to have the courage to be on your own. That Chiron in Aries is supporting us with these areas of growth, but first it brings up our insecurities, our doubts, and our vulnerabilities. And that Chiron energy is meant to heal us through this, but it can feel a little bit choppy at times because it isn't a linear or straight healing process. It's much more of a zigzag where we're bringing together new parts of ourselves, but we don't know what to do with them at first. Again, they're brand new. It's like, oh, I didn't realize this is what I really needed, or this is really who I am right now. So it often brings up more questions first. And then as Chiron moves back and forth across this area of your chart, it does bring in the ability to clear out what's expired, and to heal more of the truth of who you are. So it does support our authenticity, our self-leadership, and our ability to trust how we are in the world, to trust our uniqueness, and to trust how you are an individual. So that energy is strong over the next week. Um, It also reminds us to keep our egos in check, uh, to make sure that we're not doing too much from an egoic place or from a false ego. Um, If so, there may be lessons around that. There may be something that shows up that humbles you or brings up something that you're ready to work on because the Chiron in Aries is also healing our egos and healing our unconscious sense of self, uh, the parts of ourselves that have maybe been unaware 
unaware of how the energy comes across or unaware of how it affects other people. And so one thing to keep aware of is that on July 19th, that Mercury in Cancer is going to square Chiron in Aries at that 12, nearly 13 degree point. So this could be a day to really be careful of what you say, of your communications. Um, It might even feel like you don't want to have conversations on that day. Um, It's better to just hold off and wait. And then the next day, July 20th, Mercury in Cancer sextiles Uranus in Taurus at 14 degrees and there could be a flow, almost like a sudden inspiration of I know exactly what I want to say and communicate and that is a much better day for doing so. Now also over the course of this week, we're going to see Mars and Venus traveling together in Leo. They had a conjunction that started at 18 degrees and it will go till 21 degrees until about July 16th or so. And then Venus moves ahead. And while they travel together, this Venus and Mars conjunction is a beginning point and it's opening up some new potentials and opportunities. It's also a harmony between the feminine and the masculine, which are both strong in Leo. They are proud, they are confident, uh, they want to do their own thing, but this brings them onto the same page. So there could be something that you're feeling that you're ready to express, that you want to share, that you want to trust and follow. That Leo fiery energy uh, is ready to go. It often wants to just go for it and take a risk. So you might be feeling that too, which is an energy that is quite different from what we were talking about previously with the cancer energy signature that wants to retract and hide. So you could feel this in both parts of your life where there's some areas that you're keeping to yourself. It's more personal and private, but then there's other energies that are much more about being public or wanting to demonstrate something. So both are strong right now. Now, Venus is going to move ahead, as I mentioned, and she's going to enter Virgo on July 21st. And when Venus enters Virgo, it's a bit like walking into a room and saying, all right, we need to clean this up. We need to improve this, organize it, get things together. We're going to take care of what we've been putting off and we're going to take it in small steps. So this Venus in Virgo, she is a healer, an organizer. She wants to help us get things in line. And she's going to start with the small task where there's things we can do that are about a process. So step one, step two, step three, and just to take it as it comes, to not feel overwhelmed, to not do too much. Uh, She's very practical and she's also very particular. Venus in Virgo likes things a certain way. We're going to organize like this. We're going to take care of this. These are the priorities. So there is a level here of discernment that comes in as well as an honoring of what you can do in a day where if you've had too much on your plate, if there's been overwhelmed, if you're like, I don't even know what all this is, Venus in Virgo, she shows up. She's like, all right, we're going to start with the basics. This is what you need to do. So this energy shifts 
and it can be very grounding and supportive. It can also bring us back to our priorities, back to anything that maybe was, again, put on the back burner or you didn't have the energy for it. Uh, Venus and Virgo is going to help us fine tune and focus on these priorities and what needs to be taken care of. So again, that happens on July 21st. So overall, this is a week of being very mindful of your energy and where it goes, where you want to perhaps offer support, you want to help others, you want to do something for others, but make sure that you're saving time and energy for yourself. Make sure that you're balancing your own needs, that you're aware of what you're giving, and to also assess what you're receiving, what is coming back that is fair, that's balanced, that is reciprocal and mutual. And this is also where the cancer energy thrives, where there is the sharing, there is a mutual connection, a mutual energy here. And it is that giving receiving energy that is very important for cancer to feel loved, to feel safe, and to also know I'm not just in this alone. I'm not just doing this by myself. There are others who support me as I support them, there are others who will give as much as they will receive. So we have the opportunity here to really look at energies, what's in alignment, what's in balance, where it's reciprocal, and then where it's not, then to look at, well, what can I do that's correct for me? Now, this isn't meant to be selfish. It's meant to be an awareness of what works for you and what doesn't. And that sometimes there are shifts we make. There are things we change. Uh, There's even conversations that need to be had around a particular topic or area or something that might come up. But I feel like this is really a week where you're just observing and noticing more of what's happening within you so that you can take responsibility for that. You can look at where you're ready to grow next and you can be more aware of your own emotional process. Now the sun is going to move into Leo on July 22nd. Uh, That happens at 10.26 a.m. Eastern Time. So what we then experience is a shift from the feminine receptive energies of cancer into more of the stronger masculine energies of Leo. And it's interesting because it also is a shift into more of the father energy. So here in Cancer, we relate to more of that maternal experience. Then in Leo season, it's much more about the paternal experience. So here we are in the middle of July. It's been a fast year, which I think we say every year. But I wanted to bring your attention as well to an in-person event that's coming up the beginning of September. It'll be over Labor Day here in the U.S., September 3rd through 5th, and it's an in-person event in Santa Fe, New Mexico, that is all about lighting up and igniting your creative energy and your creative experience. Now, it's called the Gathering of the Creatives, and I know that last year I mentioned the online experience of that. Well, this is an in-person experience that is happening so that you can connect with people, you know, really understand more of not only who you are, but connect with others who are on the same page, who want to grow and expand creatively, and maybe even meet some new friends. 
and it's going to be a gorgeous weekend where you're going to have Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist's Way, giving the first keynote speech on Friday night, followed by a firewalk hosted by Heather Ashamara, who wrote The Warrior Goddess Way, a very popular book, best-selling book. You've probably heard of it. And she's going to host a fire walk. How many times in your life are you going to be able to walk across coals and have a transformative experience? Uh, there will also be various workshops by Jacob Nordby, Whitney Freya, Flora Bully, and many other ways to get into your creative energy, to really experience it, to bring it alive, to work with it. There's also going to be amazing access to a publisher, Randy Davila, who can help you with your book, your platform building, anything around writing. Maybe you want to write a book or you wrote a book and you need support or help. The fact that you would have access to a publisher in person is pretty huge. And so if there's something there for you, this would be the opportunity to connect with him and to learn from him. And I know with COVID, everyone has had very different experiences around quarantine and travel, and this would be an opportunity to make the most of it. This is also related to the Jupiter in Aquarius energies that are coming back around here. As Jupiter re-enters Aquarius the end of July, where it's an opportunity to connect with people, to really understand more of those who are on the same page and who have shared interests and just even being in person with others is a wonderful treat right now. So please check out the website if you're interested, gatheringofthecreatives.com. If you use coupon code Molly M, you save 50 bucks. Um, it's being held at the El Dorado Hotel. You don't have to stay at the hotel, although there is a discount for staying at the hotel. You could rent an Airbnb and share it with friends. There's many ways that you could enjoy the long weekend. So just wanted to share that with you because I feel like so many of you are ready and wanting that connection with others in person and you want to have some fun. So if that's of interest, please check it out. And I'm just excited that there are ways that we can connect in person at this time. So again, the details are below this podcast if that is something that sounds interesting and fun for you. Also wanted to give you a heads up that on my YouTube channel, I have released the Aquarius full moon video where I talk about that full moon happening on July 23rd. It is the first Aquarius full moon because there is a second full moon in Aquarius on August 22nd. And so what's happening here is that we're going to see a shift in the lunar cycle where the lunar cycle is going to be back in its natural flow. What that means is that we have not been in the natural lunar flow for most of this year. We have had a full moon first, followed by the new moon. This energy cycle is going to reset that. And I'm going to do a video for you explaining exactly what this means. Because when we have a full moon first, it almost brings up a lot. It's like, whoa, it's emotional. Whoa, what has to change? Oh, wow, there's a lot going on. 
And then the new moon is where we reset, gather ourselves together and begin again. Well, now we're going to have the lunar flows working as they are made to flow with a new moon followed by a full moon that is more in energetic harmony with the lunar flows. So we're going to have an Aquarius full moon. Then we're going to have a Leo new moon on August 8th, followed by another Aquarius full moon. And this is where the energy gets reset. This also is interesting in terms of how we now have two Aquarius full moons in a year where we've already had a lot of Aquarius energies. So it's going to bring even more attention to the Aquarius areas of your chart. So I will do a separate video for you on that because I think it's important to understand. And it could also explain why things have felt so big and like you've had to do a lot of cleanup where there's always been something to take care of or something to follow up with and get it in line and figure it out. That's because the lunar cycle has been reversed and over the next month, it's going to be flowing in the ways that it naturally prefers to flow. So as always, thank you so much for joining me today. I am grateful for your energy and your time. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find more about my current astrology programs, as well as business development classes, and my 10 published books. A number of those books are also available as audiobooks, and I hope that there are messages there that might support you and where you're at right now on your journey. And for those who have asked, yes, you can still purchase the Solar Return course for 50% off. Uh, the price goes up the end of July, so please check out that program with coupon code BIRTHDAY to get it for 50% off. And this is where I teach you how to read your solar return chart. And this is designed to use every year where the more that you learn about astrology and you get a grasp on your own chart, the more you're going to benefit from this information and understand what every solar return holds for you. So be sure and check that out as well. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always a joy to connect with you as we discuss this wide world of astrology. I hope there was at least one message that connected and resonated with you in this show. I will be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode, and I also upload new videos onto YouTube pretty regularly, so please follow me there. Thank you so much. I wish you a beautiful day ahead and I hope that this cancer season has brought you some wonderful gifts around who you are and your own power in this lifetime. Take good care.